Welcome to Red Chat. I'm your host, Katie Jane Mullen. Let's just have a casual heart-to-heart. I mean, let's be honest. Who doesn't want an awkward and dorky redhead in their life? to another episode of Red Chat. I am your host, Katie Jane Mullen. Here on Red Chat, we talk about everything from showbiz to comedy to pop culture and all things body and mind. So let's just sit back, relax, and have a casual heart-to-heart. So I am so excited because I have my very first podcast guest back on the air with me. I am so excited to reintroduce Arlene Henry. And I was also her first friend as well. Yes. So Arlene is an actress. She is a costumer. She is a retail extraordinaire. And she is my number one asshole friend. So (laughs) welcome back, Arlene. Did you miss us? I totally did. Thank you. Thank okay. you for having me. She's never been this nice before. I, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. The asshole part is mis- it's misleading. Right. It's okay. Pretty so nice. um, I actually wanted to tell you something, and I was waiting till we were recording to tell you this. <sighs> okay. I'm just kidding. I'm not like pregnant or anything. Oh, okay. Um, don't worry, I almost Dad. just, oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Jesus um, Christ. No, I was waiting. Oh, yeah. Uh, Scott, come out. He's going to propose to you. Oh, just yeah. Kidding. Okay. So on the first podcast, you guys should go check it out because Arlene and I talked about how awkward we were as children. Well, how awkward I was and how she put up with me. And then we talked about theater. We talked about TV. I don't remember what else we talked about because there was a lot of bullshit going on in that podcast. So go back and check it out. But... One thing we did talk about was how Arlene used to have a boyfriend who thought he was a vampire. Yes, that really happened. And so how we do the Red Chat podcast is we upload things through SoundCloud. And with SoundCloud, you can see exactly who is listening to your podcast. Yes. And that person listened to the podcast. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> yes. So Crap, that's it's awesome. OK. I mean, it's okay. OK. I think that was the only one he listened to. I think he learned his lesson. Um, but yeah, but don't worry, people don't. I can't see exactly who's listening. It was just because he had a SoundCloud account oh. that I could see oh, who shit. it was. So don't like I was not, not listen to the podcast now because you're going to be like, oh, Katie thinks I'm a stalker. That's not the case. It just is the fact that he had I an account. was not lying, though. It was all true. No, I mean, but and we didn't say any names, and I'm still not going to say any names. Maybe he didn't know. Well, he knew I was talking about him. I mean, crap. Did you have a lot of other boyfriends that thought Maybe. they were like I, mystical I don't know. creatures? Gosh, that's awkward. Remember your werewolf boyfriend? I, Just kidding. She didn't actually <laughs> have a werewolf boyfriend. Okay, oh, but um, and then I, I need to give a little shout out to because of SoundCloud, I get to see who my number one fan is, and that is Jason Schroeder. So thank you, Jason Schroeder, for listening to all of my episodes, and I'm so proud of you for what you're doing because he is overseas, and he's doing a lot of fun stuff with college programs and everything. So we just want to give a little shout out to Jason Schroeder, and thank you for listening to all of my episodes. And also, if you want to hear more about Jason Schroeder, listen to my interview with Megan McCormick, who is in the band of Counter Theory, and I believe she she was my second episode. So go back and listen to that. And we give another shout out to Jason Schroeder in that podcast as well. 
So anyway, so um, Arlene has been away for a while because I have been in Warsaw, Indiana, doing some stuff at the Wagon Wheel Theater. So I wanted to touch on Wagon Wheel a little bit uh, before we move on to anything else because it's my job and I need to promote it as well. So um, first of all, guys, go to the Wagon Wheel Center for the Arts uh, YouTube channel. And please, please subscribe. We need to get more subscribers. Uh, I am hosting a web series on there and it's a, we have like two to three episodes a week come out. So Wagon Wheel Center for the Arts YouTube channel, please go subscribe. And some of the videos on there, um, we interviewed the artistic director, Scott Michaels, who is amazing. And he's also the choreographer. He's the director for a lot of shows. Um, he's been there forever and he does amazing work. Uh, we've also interviewed some of the actors there. We interviewed the girl that played Belle, Elaine Cotter, and that was really fun. Um, we've touched on some different costume things and we just have lots of rehearsal footage and stuff like that. And the most recent video we have on there was um, rehearsal for Ragtime, which is out right now. And Ragtime goes until July 9th, I believe. And I am in the ensemble for Ragtime. And it is, it's one of the most amazing musicals I have ever seen. Have you ever heard of Ragtime? Yeah, I did. I don't know what it's about, though. I'm okay, well, I'm actually going to read you what it's about because okay. it's, a lot of people haven't heard of it, but you should because it's fantastic. So Ragtime is a musical uh, that's based on a book. And it is, uh, Ragtime tells the story of three groups in the United States in the early 20th century. African Americans represented by Cole House Walker Jr., a Harlem musician, an upper class suburban family, uh, which are the white upper class family in New Rochelle, New York, and Eastern European immigrants, which I play an immigrant guest, uh, represented by Tata, a Jewish immigrant from Latvia. So historical figures include Harry Houdini, Evelyn Nesbitt, Booker T. Washington, J.P. Morgan, Henry Ford, Stanford White, uh, Harry Kendall Thaw, Emerald Perry, Matthew Henson, and Emma Goldman. So there are tons of different historical figures in this. And the way that Scott choreographed everything and put everything together is truly amazing. So you guys definitely need to come check it out. You guys can get tickets online at WagonWheelCenterForTheArts.com or you can go to their Facebook page or you can just buy them at Will Call. Um, so definitely check out the Ragtime, which closes on July 9th at the Wagon Wheel Center for the Arts. So yeah, so rehearsals for that have been... Um, hard but good um last week was our tech week and we only technically had 10 days I think of rehearsals because how summer stock works is when one show opens the next show starts rehearsing the next day so as soon as how to succeed in business without really trying opened uh we started rehearsing for ragtime and so we had super long days and then we would go home and then go back to do the shows so um I'm trying to think what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. So Tech Week started and we were, we were having up to like 15 hour days and they were super exhausting, but obviously super rewarding because the show is so amazing. And you can just being on stage, you can feel the energy. Um, there's some songs in it that are so powerful that when you're singing them, you just you feel like you're making a difference, which you're not. But you feel like you are. And it's it's really, really amazing. Um, so definitely check it out. And yeah, so Arlene, do you have any favorite musicals that you ever felt like that on stage? Oh, God. Besides Annie. <laughs> Hard Knock Life. Never mind then. Uh, <laughs> or any shows. That just I've shows been in? That, yeah, seen. shows that you've been in or seen that you just, it moved you. Um, oh, crap. 
Um, shit. No. No. None. All I've right. hated every show I've been in. No, you have No, I'm trying. Oh, gosh. Man, that's hard. Because I haven't been in a show in so long. I'm trying to think of what I've been in. What about something you've seen that you just like, you were so blown away by the script or by the actors or by the music in it? Um, it's got to be a musical? No. It oh. could be any show. Um, it's I'm biased, but any of my dad's shows are pretty amazing, I yeah. think. But Can you name some of your dad's shows? Uh, Seventh Monarch is very good. Um, What's that one about? It's about this, like, she's, I would say that she's mentally, mentally ill in the head. It's about a woman who so is living secluded. Is it based off of you? No, no, oh, not this okay, one. Okay. No, 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 no. Uh, she's, li- she's living secluded and her parents died and she's, this woman comes and interviews her for, and sh- like, this money fraud or she, like, writes a bad check. It's, it's very good, but it's... Uh, I like it a lot. And then Backwards and High Heels is probably my first favorite, actually. My um, my parents were in it at Chicago Street, and I think that's what really what I really loved about it. And, it's and what's really that good, one about? It's, well, it used to be called When We Were Alive. It was oh, called okay, that. Yeah, okay. yeah. It was called that when they did it, but my dad changed it after. Um, it was a, It's about a couple that told the story when they were alive, and it's just like all the hardships and everything. It was it was a pretty awesome show. But anything my dad writes, I think, is probably my most favorite. So I like his show Angels and Lemnos. Yeah, it's I haven't like, seen that one in a while. That hasn't been – he hasn't done that one in a while, but that one's they just, also good. They put it on recently at Chicago Street, and that was the first show that Justin saw at Chicago Street. But yeah. this was like pre-Hamlet and everything. Yeah. So I never really got to good. see it because I was down at school, yeah. so I was kind of bummed about that. Angels and Lemnos is also really good, too. Yeah, for sure. So her dad is an awesome writer, Jim Henry. Check him out. I'm sure he has like a website Shout out to my dad, right? yeah. Okay. What'd you say? I'm sure he has a website and everything, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So go check Maybe. him out, Jim Henry. Know. He's got a Facebook page. Okay. He has a Facebook Jim page. Jim Henry, playwright. Awesome. Yes. Yeah. Go check him out. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know what? I was trying to think of a good segue into this, and now I have one. I know a show that totally moved oh, you. Oh, that Man, how did I not? Okay. Come on. Yeah. You got you to gotta fix your segues here. I know. I, I do. Mean, yeah, segues are big here in the podcast world. <laughs> so segue into shows that move Arlene. She just recently went and saw Little Mermaid live in California. Mm. So before you get into the actual show, can you describe your travel? Like what? How? Did, okay. So Arlene <laughs> went back and forth from California yeah. to Indiana mm-hmm. to California, and she did this all in like a matter of a couple days, and mm-hmm. it was crazy. So just start from the beginning. You don't have to start from like coming home, but just start from the morning you were supposed to leave. And keeping it, yeah. keeping in mind, Arlene had gotten home what like two days before yeah, from so California. Yeah, I live, I have family in California, and I went for a vacation. And but after I'd already booked the trip, I found out about the Little Mermaid live concert, and I was already coming home, and I had already booked my ticket to come home so I was like you know what and it was on my birthday mind you it was my 24th birthday yes I'm 24 um, I'm not 12 um, but I had to go so I actually booked a ticket I wasn't even there a full 24 hours for Little Mermaid it was actually more like probably like 20 hours it was yeah it was pretty crazy to spend that much but whatever um, and then but I loved it it was absolutely amazing but, but you almost missed your flight Yes. Well, it was, God, it was so traumatizing. So I, my flight was at five o'clock in the morning and I live about an hour from the, from the, um, the airport. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to stay up all night and, um, I was, you know, I'll sleep on the plane. So I'm going to stay up all night. Scott was going to take me to the airport. 
Uh, we were going to leave at like two o'clock in the morning, get there two hours before. And I fell asleep at like one thirty in the morning and I didn't set an alarm or anything cause I was not expecting to fall asleep. I woke up at three 30 an hour and a half after we were supposed to leave for the airport. And good thing I was already packed cause we rushed to the airport and Midway has been having issues with their TSA, like really long lines. So I was like freaking out. Thankfully, I got on the plane. I got on, you know, a little bit before they boarded and everything. So that was traumatizing, especially since I, it was my birthday too. So I was like, oh my God, if I miss this flight on my birthday, I'm going to be so mad. But thankfully I made it. So it was pretty awesome. So then you got there. Got there. And mm-hmm. you got to go on a hike and all that good stuff. So yeah. then, okay, so now let's fast forward to the actual show. So tell us why the show was so amazing because of the people that were in it. So give us a list so, of who was in it. So Rebel Wilson played Ursula. She was pretty, she was awesome. Um, Jody Benson, who is the original voice of Ariel, was Ariel for that one night, which was pretty awesome. She was amazing and she's just She's awesome. I, I loved her so much. And then John Stamos was also in it. Um, but you know, it was just, it was a really awesome experience. I went by myself, which I thought was, I was not, I mean, I knew I was going to love it either way, but it was not as awkward as I thought. Cause I was with, it was crazy to see how many more obsessed little mermaid people there are in the world. There were people like dressed up crazy and I'm like, wow, like people dressed head to toe, like, like Ursula. I was like, oh, and then here's me and like my... <laughs> Victoria, you know, my little mermaid scarf and all that. But it was pretty awesome. Um, You know, she, you know, she sang part of your world and I was just bawling my eyes out. But um, it was an awesome experience and it was completely worth just the extra trip and all that. So I loved it. That's awesome. I would totally go see it again. Well, you can't because it was one night. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was. They had done it three other nights, but she was the only one that was on that night. So it was. Right. It was meant to be. Very awesome. cool. Yeah, I was watching all her Snapchats that night because she was yeah. recording. So. And my phone was going dead, which was a little terrifying because I was like, oh, my God, if my phone goes dead before part of your world, what the hell am I going to do? But it, I made it. It made it through. So <laughs> we're good. Perfect. Well, good. Well, so, yeah. So that is a show that definitely moved Arlene. And I'm looking at her wallet right now, which is Little Mermaid. Yeah. So no, she that's is. my change purse. I have my wallet in my purse. That's oh, my change purse. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. I'm pretty um, obsessed. But anyway, yeah, when we were little, we used to say our purses were our personalities because I don't remember what you had like a black and white, like old Hollywood movie. Yeah, star I think one. mine was like Marilyn Monroe or something. And like mine that. was like Spider-Man with like stickers, stickers. And it was and, like falling apart. Yeah, was, like, it was a mess, <laughs> just like my life. So <laughs> it kind of represents my life. Um, so, yeah. So that's Arlene's current obsession. So let me first of all, I want to talk about a few of my current obsessions. This is going to be a new segment of mine. I'm going to call it my current current obsessions um and I'm gonna let Arlene take it away too but first I'm gonna dedicate my half of the segment to beauty products this week because I'm trying to be less ugly and it's it's almost working but we're gonna I'm gonna keep trying okay guys I'm gonna keep trying for your sake so you don't have to stare at me looking ugly anymore so anyway so my my first thing that I am like totally obsessed with right now is coconut oil um you can just buy it from the grocery store or whatever I th- I bought this huge thing that'll probably last me a year for like seven dollars and it's organic but um what you do is you can put it in your hair as like a mask I do that but don't put a lot because the first time I did it my hair was greasy the whole next day because you just need like a little bit goes a long way um I use it on my skin which is amazing I use it as an eye makeup remover you can use it you can 
take it and swallow it and it's a good cleansing thing. You can just use it for so many different things that it is such a good investment because it is $7 and it can be used for pretty much anything. So coconut oil is my first thing. Um, my second thing is the Skin Iceland uh, Hydro Cool Firming Eye Gels, which I put on my eyes every single morning. When I'm drinking coffee, um, they are a little expensive because I get them from Ultra, which is just expensive because bougie people go there. But um, this is pretty much the only thing I get from there. Um, and you just stick them on your eyes. You leave them on for like 15, 20 minutes. And I put them on every morning. You don't have to. It recommends putting them on like three times a week or once a week. But I do it every day because I'm obsessed. Um, and they're, I think the package is like $24 for eight pairs. So it is a little pricey, but definitely worth it. And it just helps to depuff your eyes. And just, I have something called a hollow eye on one side. So it constantly looks like I have a dark ring around the bottom of my eye. Hmm. So it's been helping with that a lot. Uh, which is really nice. And then I am obsessed with washing my makeup off at night because I just feel gross if I don't. And especially with being in shows and everything, I wear a lot of theater makeup, which is pancake makeup. And it is disgusting for your skin. And I used to be really bad at washing makeup off, but now I just have a routine and it's good. So after I wash my makeup off, um, I then use the Olay, Re I don't know how to say that, Lum <laughs> Luminous sound, Gel sound Mask. Out, Katie, sound it out. Uh, Regenerist, <laughs> oh, that might be a Regenerist <laughs> Luminous Overnight Mask. Um, it's a gel moisturizer, and I'm sure that any gel, like, hydrant mask or whatever would work, but I like Olay. And, um, after your skin is clean, just put a thin layer all over your face, and it's just, it's a mask that you just leave on, and it feels really good. And then I always put some kind of, like, under eye cream on, too, but... I wasn't going to talk about that because you can use any products, but I use, I think, a Neutrogena one and it works really well. And then um, three times a week, I use a Pores Be Pure mud mask. I think I got this from Ultra as well, actually. And it's formula 10.0.6 and it smells like strawberries and it smells really good. And you, I leave it on for like mm, probably 15 minutes and... If I leave it any longer, it gets a little bit itchy, so I don't like to do that. But I use it like three times a week. I'll wash it off, and I've been having really bad pores lately, and so it's helped with that quite a bit. And then after I take that off, then I put my Aveeno um, Active Natural Smart Essentials Daily Nourishing Moisturizer on. And the reason I put that on every single day is, first of all, because my skin is a little bit dry. And then also because it has an FPS, FPF in it, 30 and I'm a ginger, so I have to wear sunscreen every single day or I will look like a leather bag. So I don't want that. So, um, yeah, so I use a daily moisturizer with an FPF 30 in it every day. And I use a Vino Active Natural Smart Essentials. And so, yeah, so those are my current obsessions right now because I'm getting older. And... <laughs> Arlene knows from being 24 oh God, that it catches up to you. And really I've does. heard 25, like you wake up 25, like the day of your birthday and your skin is saggy. I assume. Your tits are hitting the ground. Yeah, I can't believe I, I just said tits. I hate yeah, the word tits. Your I'm boobies. going to throw up the fact that you said that word. That <laughs> your word. vagina's hanging low. Like everything just goes everywhere. Yeah. And so I'm trying to prevent that because I don't want a saggy vagina. You're saying you have beauty your, products for your vagina? I'll get them. Okay. I mean, I'm not opposed. Okay. If if anybody has any suggestions, um, so your vagina doesn't hang low. I don't want that. Birthday, you have a little 25th, while. Twenty fifth birthday. Yeah, I said twenty fifth. Yeah, yeah. You got like so, a year and a half. I got a year and a half to get 
get shit going. But um, no, so I'm trying to prevent. This is all preventative, people, okay? So is there any beauty products that you love or anything that I talked about here today that you might go buy? Uh, I love, you said that's Aveeno, right? Yes. Yeah, I have, I love Aveeno face lotion. Is that a lotion or? Yes, it's a, See, my, yeah, mine's broad serum. Okay. Daily moisturizer. Yeah. Mine is in a different bottle, but it probably does the same thing. I love yeah. that. I put it on, um, and it has an SPF in it too, but I put it on like after I swim or just after taking a shower, just kind of, I don't really have that many, you have like a whole system over there. I do. Well, I didn't used to, but now okay. that I live, lived here and like I have a crazy schedule and everything, like I've just, it, I don't know, I've just been able to get on a better, better schedule with my skin and everything. And also the Aveeno and the Olay stuff are just from like a Walgreens or a Walmart or whatever, and they were both pretty cheap. Um, so I, I'm all about drugstore products. Um, I use an under eye concealer and it's the only under eye concealer I've ever gotten to work for me. It's NYX, uh, concealer. I don't know exactly what it is, but NYX is the brand. And like I said, I have the hollow eye thing. So it's the only thing that's ever been able to cover it up. So it's pretty It's only what eye? What? It's one eye. Yeah. It's just right here. You don't see it that much anymore because of all my stuff. I could still see it. Yeah. I mean, it's still definitely there, but it's, it's faded a little bit because it, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it sucks. But, um, the only alternative is to get like filler in there and I don't want to do that because I'd look like a cartoon character. I'd be like the one percenter who would like die from filler. So I don't want that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So are you opposed to plastic surgery? Cause you need it. (laughs) No. Um, like in the long run, preventative, like Botox and so. No, that's not. That's not plastic surgery. Like, well, yeah, permanent. I mean, like that. I don't know. I feel like my I have decent genes where I'm not gonna like look like an old bag. But yeah, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I agree. But the new thing is to get like Botox or filler when you turn like 30 as a preventative measure, just like in certain little places. And I don't think I don't, I'd be opposed I, to that, but I'm also... I, you know, I can't answer that until I'm 30 and... And see what you look like. And dying, yeah. Yeah, yeah, 30 and dying. That's that's when it's, <laughs> you start to die officially. Yeah. You might as well, yeah. It's all downhill it's, from there. It really is. There's no I feel like after that. 30 is the new 20, though. I'm going to just go with that because I've already passed 20. So. <laughs> but I feel like it is, right? Yeah, 30's, you know, f- yeah... Yeah, thirty's not bad. I feel like, but we're not thirty yet, so we don't know. Yeah, it's probably gonna be a shit show. It's gonna be a shit show. Yeah, I mean, my wallet will definitely be like falling apart. Yours will probably be pristine with your (laughs) Little Mermaid and old Hollywood star. Yeah, I get a lot of compliments on my Little Mermaid wallet. Yeah, I've never gotten a compliment on my wallet. They're always like, "Oh, honey, (laughs) (laughs) oh, sweetie." But yeah, so those those are my current obsessions right now. And like I said, I dedicated my whole thing to beauty products this week, but it will not always be beauty products. But I just wanted to touch on those. So Arlene, I'm gonna let you take it away now, and you can pick anything that is your current obsession and talk about it. So go. Um, my current obsession um, has nothing to do with beauty products, but uh, is it's really lame, but I follow celebrities on Instagram and I'm obsessed with checking out what they're doing at all times. Instagram and Snapchat, I feel like, are my Who do you follow? Um, hmm. Oh, is it that? Am I good? Um, 
Where's moving her mic? Yeah. She's too quiet. <laughs> she's too, too quiet. <laughs> um, I basically anyone who's ever been on The Bachelor or Bachelorette is <gasps> I know. Ben Higgins is on there and his Can I tell a little story real quick? Yeah. Okay, so I'm living in Winona Lake right now, which is where Ben Higgins, the bachelor, lives, and I have never seen The Bachelor, which is surprising because I love reality TV. Yeah, I don't know how you steer so, clear of that. I think I just don't know what channel it's on. I think if I knew when ABC. and where it was on, it's on I ABC. would find it. It's a little extreme. Sometimes it gets a little That's annoying. My favorite. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm not watching favorite. this season right now, though. So. Um. So yeah. So Ben Higgins actually stayed in the house I am staying in currently because currently they, sitting in. They well, sitting filmed. In some of the stuff out on the dock here and stuff like that so anyway so Justin my boyfriend and I were walking on some of the trails they have here yesterday the day before I think it was the day before whatever day it was it happened and we were walking and all of a sudden Ben ran by us and I was like did a double take and I was like was that Ben Higgins <laughs> the bachelor <laughs> no the longer a one. bachelor because he's with lauren or something now mm-hmm. um but yeah so guys all you fangirls out there i was like an inch away from Ben higgins and he is pretty good looking in person he's but tall he's said. tall okay he's tall i was i was impressed by how tall he was and he was running so i was like god you must Did he have be a shirt like off? no oh. no he's like no but he's got he he's doesn't really modest. have that good of a body i mean he's got a good body but it's not like Anything. He looked a little skinny. Yeah, he's yeah. a little skinny. I mean, he's still really cute, though. So. No, he had a cute face and stuff, but... Um, yeah. Now, was he running from something is my question. Yeah, see, that's what I was confused about. I was like, why are you running? Yeah, um, I assume that someone was chased, like a, so, like a guy the with worst. a chainsaw was... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, there was like hot lava behind him. Okay, good. Because I don't know why anybody else would run. I don't, it's yeah. very strange. Like voluntarily, yeah. But yeah, so fine. I figured, like, I saw him running, so I was like, you're either like a god because you're running and you're not completely out of breath like i would be or there's somebody chasing you and we should probably Which, run too that's probably what it was <laughs> we yeah. should probably run so anyway okay so back to your instagram current oh, uh, yeah so anyone um little woman la the entire cast every day i oh it's, I'm obsessed with the fact that just following their lives, um, which is a great show. Katie loves that show TLC, as well. TLC. TLC. Um, Katie just loves reality TV, I but do. that is just solid TV right there. It is. It's it's premium. <laughs> it really is. Um, those are like my two main things. Anyone who's ever been on Amazing Race probably is on my Instagram. Um, that's pretty much it. But I just follow so them. So your current like, obsessions right now are Instagram. Like well, Instagram. Well, Instagram. Fo- yeah. Okay. Yeah. But right about now, Snapchat. Who do you follow Snapchat, Snapchat too? Um, not. I mean, it's kind of harder. I think it's harder to find people on Snapchat because I they have like you know like certain like names on Snapchat. But um, I currently follow, uh, which is so random because I don't even really care for her. But whatever. She's got good Snapchat stories. Um, Haley Duff, Hillary Duff's sister. <laughs> yeah, it's really random. I I follow mm-hmm. uh, Kevin Hart on Snapchat, and Ooh. it is like my. Also, my current obsession. Okay, because he is so funny. Like, I, I don't necessarily okay. think his movie. I think his movies are funny, but yeah. I don't think they're like the funniest movies yeah. ever or anything. Stand up, I think he does really good stuff. But I think he is just one of the most like naturally funny people mm-hmm. to like converse with. Like, not that I've conversed with him, well, yeah. but the people that do you, you feel with. like you know him. Yeah, from, yeah. But his Snapchats are hilarious. So if you guys could follow Kevin Snap Kevin Hart Snapchats, you'll be in for a good treat. Yeah. Okay, so those are your current obsessions. Uh-huh. Um, do you have any other current obsessions? Just anything random? Random? Yeah. I mean, I love TV. I'm only following one show right now, but other than that, okay. Well, I mean, don't talk well, about it. Yeah, we're gonna touch. Well, on I'm that. obsessed with Friends too. Oh, but that's 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 Everyone constant. That. And I, you know, just got second place in a Friends trivia. No big deal. But no big deal. It was by one point. 
Okay, it was it was unfair questions. It was ridiculous questions, but what well, was like? Give us an example of one of the questions. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to answer it. Okay, give me a question. Okay, so I won't be able to. The answer. final question, which was a wagered question, which mm-hmm. means you have to wager your points, whether you get it right or wrong. The question was, it's kind of confusing, so I'll try to word it. So each episode of Friends is titled something like the one with the the one with whatever. So each episode's titled that way. So the question was from most to least. Such a stupid question. So unfair. From most to least, how many times these people, the characters' names show up in the titles of all Friends episodes? So it was between Chandler. It was between, um, not Chandler. It was um, Ross, Monica, Joey, and Rachel. From most to least, how many times their names show up in the titles of the episodes? Oh. Exactly. So you have to like literally You would literally them. have to look at all the episodes and be like, okay, this is Rachel's name. She gets a, you know... Yeah. Do you remember who had the most? If I it was, was Rachel. Get, I was gonna guess. I know. Can I I'm guess sorry. who had the least? I. You don't remember. I don't remember. I was so irritated. I'm like, really? That's seriously a question? Which means someone literally had only one team got it well, right. It's probably just a guess. It had sure. to have been a guess. Yeah. So Scott, my brother-in-law was with us, and he told us not. To, we didn't wager anything because we didn't know. So we just lost by one point. Dang. I know. That's a ridiculous question, though, isn't it? I'm like, yeah. This has nothing. I mean, it has nothing to do with the plot of the show. It's literally someone going just in. like a guess. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Well, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm a little bit over. It's okay though. Second place. That. It's okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't know anyone there too, so that was good. I wasn't that embarrassed. So when you threw a tantrum, no one. Yeah, no, no. no it was in it was in Milwaukee, so it's like I didn't know anyone. It was perfect. Good. Yeah. Good. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Thank Kept you. it together. Okay, so um, another one of my current obsessions right now is like haunted stuff or creepy stuff or serial killers or things like that. <gasps> serial I killers. I don't really yes. know why. I I don't know, but I like it. So anyway, what what kind of like made me think about talking about this topic today was tomorrow which is sunday yeah tomorrow is sunday and um we are going after my matinee of ragtime tomorrow get your tickets um we're going to a place called the barbie hotel and it's in northwest indiana and um or northern indiana i don't know if it'd be considered northwest indiana but it's a haunted hotel and we're going there for dinner so i wanted to kind of read you guys the description of what it is so that you guys can check it out as well So here, this is the description I found online. The Barbie Hotel in northern Indiana was a popular spot for Chicago's gangsters to get away from the city in the 1920s. One of the guests was none other than Al Capone himself. Mm. It is believed that many of these gangsters returned to the hotel in death. Staff members have reported seeing an old man sitting in a booth after closing. When staff members talk talk to him, there is no response. Thinking they are dealing with an unruly customer, they leave to get assistance. However, upon returning, the bar is empty and no one has seen anyone leave. One legend states that the hotel was a popular place for gangsters to take their girlfriends to. One gangster, however, took the girlfriend of another gangster, and she was then murdered in the hotel by the jealous thug. People have reported that they hear her wailing at night and they feel cold spots generating from the area. Other phenomenons include the appearance of faces and photographs taken in the hotel and more commonly orbs. Around the hotel itself is a popular popular place to see orbs and apparitions. So that's pretty creepy. So we're going there tomorrow and I better see some. Um, would you want to see a ghost? Oh my oh. God, absolutely. I think I've seen a ghost one time. Really? Can I tell this story? Okay, so a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, um, like all three of you, 
have gone to Washington Township, which is the high school I graduated from. And I think I saw a ghost there one time. Okay. I'm pretty sure. It was actually, it was in the elementary school. So if anyone has any backstory to this or why I could have seen this, please tell me because I have thought about it like a ton since it's happened. And this happened when I was in, I think, seventh grade. And so I was over at the elementary school doing this babysitting night thing with like three other girls. And I was walking down the stairs and I turned to this hallway and the hallway was locked. So there was two double doors. And then on the side, there was a little cafeteria that you could see through a window. So I was looking in the doors and all of a sudden I saw this little boy, which little kid ghosts are the freaking scariest. I don't know why, but they are. They always look mad too. Well, he didn't look mad. That's why I thought he was real because he, he was a little Asian boy. And he had glasses on and he had a backpack on. Are you sure it wasn't no, Dane? just listen. It wasn't Dane. <laughs> <laughs> and he ran from a door in the hallway and I saw him run around into the cafeteria. Okay. And then I looked through the cafeteria window and all the lights were off in there and no one was in there. I swear to God. And I have... I've thought about this. Like, how could this have happened? And I've gone back to that elementary school, like, for palms or things like that. And I have looked in that hallway. And I've tried to figure out any rational way that this little boy could have gotten into another door. Why he would have come out that door. Like, there was nobody in the school at the time. It was just us upstairs with a few kids babysitting and then janitors. And, like, it was so strange, though. And so if anyone has a story of, like, a little Asian boy dying at Washington Township School that I need to know about, that would be great because I want to know why I saw this child. It was so creepy. But, um, yeah, so that was one thing. And then um, Strombos in Valparaiso, Indiana. It's Strombos. Not, yeah, it's, Strom- not, it's not there anymore. It's not there anymore. I no. think it's called, like, the Market or something the now. The Market. <sighs> but it's off of 30, yeah. Highway 30 in Valparaiso, Indiana. That place is also haunted. And I'm it's sure. haunted by a little girl yeah creepy and she stays in the girl's bathroom which is even creepier because i you gotta pee and you gotta go in there and be like oh shit what if i see this little girl so but i was in there one time and i was there what was i there for i don't know some dinner or something and i went into the bathroom and it was freezing in the bathroom and this was like in the middle of winter so it's not like they would have cranked up the ac or like Mm. it wasn't super cold outside either but it was freezing cold in the bathroom and I just remember thinking like, this is just oddly cold and it was a weird feeling in there and I don't know. And so then I think it was about a year later, I was at school and we were talking about random things and our teacher told us a story about how this little girl was was the original owner's daughter of the building and she died or whatever. Obviously she died because she's haunting the place. She died in the bathroom? She died in the bathroom. I don't know. But, um, and people have seen, like they'll be doing their makeup or whatever and she'll appear behind them and it's creepy people usually can't leave where they died so maybe so she maybe she drowned in a toilet <laughs> that's my guess she, she no offense the little girl please don't come <laughs> haunt me rest in peace moment of silence for she the, the strong boat in <laughs> the bathroom <laughs> strong now the market um but yeah so it, it just was creepy because then when i heard the story like it immediately flashed in my mind like the feeling i thought while i was in that bathroom and the cold sensation because they say you feel like cold mm-hmm. i don't know but yeah, yeah so um yeah, and then another thing I'm kind of obsessed with right now because I listen to a podcast called Straight Up with Stassi, with Stassi Schroeder, and I really like her. Um, so Stassi, reach out to me because I'm promoting you. But um, she is obsessed with this murder house in Los Feliz, California. Have you ever heard of this? Mm-mm, no. It's really 
creepy. I told my boyfriend this story, and he even he said it was cool. And he's a hard cookie to crumble. Oh, and yeah. so he's hardcore. He's hard. He's really hardcore. He's so tough. So he even thought it was creepy. So I'm gonna tell you guys the little backstory of this as well. Um, so the murder house in Los Feliz, California. I think it's Los, Fe- Los Feliz. It's something like that. Los Feliz fetus no it's felis i i don't know it's los it's in california it's in california okay look it up google it look it it up okay it's called the murder house and basically in 19 i believe 58 i even know the date um a doctor lived there with his wife his oldest daughter i believe her name was janie and then their two kids and i'm sorry if it's not janie but i'm gonna call her janie and then their two other younger kids and the doctor was always a little bit crazy he was in and out of psych ward stuff like that so one night um it was christmas eve and or no i'm sorry it was just sometime in december sometime in december he went into his wife's bedroom so their bedroom and he bashed her head in with a hammer which Killing someone with a hammer is just straight up, like, scary movie shit anyway. That's mean. Yeah, and it was in the back of her head, so she was sleeping on her stomach, and he started bashing her with a hammer, and he killed her. So then he went after his oldest daughter, Janie, with a hammer, and he got her a little bit, but she was able to get away. So she, this house is this old Victorian, like, Spanish kind of style house, and it's on top of a hill, but then it almost looks like it's built on top like another hill was built for the house to be on and then there's a stone path that winds all the way down so Janie crawled all the way down this stone path bleeding with hammer wounds in her head and she went and got help so for some reason it's in the police report that the two kids the two youngest kids they came out and their dad said it's just a bad dream go back to sleep and so they walked in the living room and just sat on the couch and waited that's in the police report. The, is this the daughter that was bleeding? No, no, no. The two youngest kids. Because oh, Janie had crawled down the hill. Song. Yeah. Gotcha. So she crawled down the hill, got, got help, and the two youngest siblings just sat on the couch and waited. Supposedly. Yeah, that means he probably like brainwashed them or something. Yeah, That's yeah creepy. So then, so um, when the police finally got there, the dad, the doctor, had killed himself by taking a bunch of drugs. And it was, it starts with a T. It's the same drug that killed Marilyn Monroe. And so he had died of an overdose of that. And so the family, like the surviving family just left. And actually Janie owns a jewelry store now in like West Hollywood or something. But, um, (coughs) sorry, (coughs) I'm getting choked up now. (laughs) Um, so yeah. So anyway, so the family just left. Okay. So this house had been abandoned for such a long time and Obviously, people knew the story and everything, but it was all locked up. And what was super creepy about it is people would go and look in the windows of this house and everything was just preserved. Like the Christmas tree was still up. All the presents were still under the tree. Like the this cars like a, were still in was, the garage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like it had just been abandoned. No one, like the, since that night, no one went back there. So okay. it was just sitting there for years and years and years. Finally, the bank like bought it or whatever they yeah. do. And someone bought the house but they didn't live in it. They just used it for storage. And keep in mind, this was like a $3 million house that they didn't live in. They just used it for storage. So for some reason, they didn't want to live in that house. And some reason, records trace back, and they found out the person that bought the house was in the army with the doctor. Mm. So somehow they're connected. So anyway, so he died, and then their son inherited it, and then he 
died. So the bank inherited it and now it's on the market. And I think it just recently got purchased, but um, by Stassi. You. By you? By me. Surprise, everyone. I bought the Los Feliz Murder Club. No. Um, <laughs> and I can't pronounce the city that it's in, yes, but it's in California. But, um, but Stassi went to go look at it and she said, like, there was just certain parts that were just so creepy. There was cold breezes in random places. There was just so many creepy things. The big, huge front door that's made of thick wood slammed and opened and did all this stuff. And um, there was a blood splatter on one of the light switches, like just creepy So the stuff. wife and the husband were the ones that died in that house. The kids did not die? Did- no, none of the kids died. Okay. Just the mom was killed and the dad killed himself. But it's just so creepy. That's creepy. But yeah, but it's, but it's like, fascinating. At yeah, the same time. right. I love reading stuff like that. Um, you had gone to Alcatraz, right? Mm-hmm. I went to Alcatraz. Like? Um, God, it's been like eight, nine years, probably. But it was awesome. It was, you know, it, it's it used to be. Uh, it's in San Francisco. It used to be a, a prison. Now it's a museum for the prison. Um, it's on an island all by itself. Um, it's pretty amazing. I escaped to Alcatraz is a movie I have not seen, but that's about Alcatraz Island. Um, it's cool because we took like an audio tour and uh, you get to go into the cells and hear stories about all these inmates and about the guards and about everything that happened in there. And it's definitely haunted. I, I don't remember anything specific since it was so long ago, but I remember really liking it. Um, Did you have any weird feelings while you were I mean, there? probably. I mean, like I said, it was like nine years ago, though. It's when I... Uh, when we moved back from California, um, we went there and it, I didn't, I mean, it was, I had to have, cause it's a lot of people died there and, um, it's a really big too. I remember being really big and, but it was pretty cool though. But yeah, except Alcatraz, Alcatraz is a movie I haven't seen. I have to see that. Have you had any other paranormal, paranormal experiences? Um, man, I can't specifically. You see any little Asian boys in your no, school ever? No, no Asians. I have never seen any Asian boys, but, um, crap. It's okay know. if you have it. Your day will come. I, but like, I'm like, I'm the kind of person who is like, oh, it'd be so cool to see a ghost. But then I'm like, if I actually saw a ghost, like, I don't know what I'd do. Like, if you knew it was a ghost. At that time. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I'm sure there's, like, okay, the Memorial Opera House in Valparaiso. Oh, you know what? I probably, you know, I actually think I haunted, had. And yeah. people would say that they would, like, look up and see someone sitting there and then look away and he'd be gone. Yeah. Like, I think that would be really creepy. That place but is to, like, so have creepy. someone just literally so just appear or something in front yeah. of you. Like, I don't know what I would do. Yeah. I would chip No, face. Memorial Opera House is definitely haunted. And it's just such an old building. Yeah. And it's creepy. Well, because that's where Chicago Street, or I guess it would be Community Theater Guild, used to be. Um, and... There's so many stories of this, the same guy, like mm-hmm. people could point him out in pictures. Mm-hmm. He would be there and you'd like be walking down the aisle and you'd hear people walk behind you or look on yeah. stage and, and there'd be somebody building, standing there who, something had to have happened. Yeah. There. Like people would be standing and just not in a place where a human could stand, like just creepy. Now, how do you feel about like Ouija boards? Okay. So this is my thoughts on okay. Ouija boards. I... I've always been super against Ouija boards because I just think I'm I'm such a believer in positive energy and stuff like that, that there has to be negative energy as well. I just think there has to be. Mm. And I, I don't know, like, I think that there's definitely a possibility of demonic things and stuff like that. There's just so many stories out there that, like, I don't know. There, there's always a chance. And so mm. you don't want to mess with that. So I've always thought, like, I don't ever want to mess with a Ouija board. Like, why would you ever even invite something like that into your life? 
But then the more I'm reading about it and stuff, I don't think I'd ever do it still, but I'm just not as against it. Because I think if you're going into it as like a, almost like a joking thing and you have a light energy surrounding you while you're doing it and mm. you're, because you can do a thing on there where you say like no bad yeah. energy or whatever you, you do. I don't exactly know. And you do all this stuff and you can, you can only invite ghosts who have the same our spirits, like energies, whatever they are, who have the same outlook on it as you do. People who just are in a joking mood or in a lighthearted mm-hmm. mood or whatever. But as soon as like, I've read pe- stories about people who go into it with that attitude, but then all of a sudden it starts to do like a Pentagon or it starts to say F you or it starts yeah. to do crazy stuff. And that's when you just go goodbye. You move it over to goodbye and it's done. Yeah. And so I've heard of that, but like, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'd have to be like, really brave to do it and have some sage like on layaway like ready for afterwards yeah. what about you I I've done it once it was another lived in California but it's also like it's tough because the people that you do it with you're like are they moving it yeah so it's like almost like I would have to do it again and I would have to do it with people that I know wouldn't well I've heard you have to do it with people who are a little bit in tune to like the spirit world yeah so that's why I'm a little bit nervous to do it not saying I'm super in tune or anything but like I meditate a ton and I try to like oh my god people are gonna think I'm freaking crazy right now but I do it and just don't make fun of me I made Justin meditate with me the other day and he might have got a little overwhelmed but I was trying to make him connect with the spirit guides because okay. that's what I do and I know I sound crazy get over it um but anyway so I connect with my spirit guides I link up my vibrations to other spirits vibrations and all that kind of stuff so I feel like I'm already have my third eye opened so I'm already a little bit vulnerable and I only try to invite positive energy but you never know yeah. so I have to be very cautious so that's why I think like if I did a Ouija board it, it would be more receptive to my energy and maybe move a little bit more but it would also I don't know my door would be wider for negative spirits or something I don't know I know I sound crazy but I that's just my thinking on it would you do it again though yeah absolutely but like I said I would I would want to do it with people like positive people or Mm -hmm. people who took it seriously yeah and people that wouldn't move it I don't know yeah no I know what you mean because I didn't and I'm like because why would thing is why would you want to move it I don't know you just Make okay, it so seem I like think a, an experience when it really isn't. I think I Jeremy Lewis is never invited to these events. Um, no, absolutely not. He our boyfriends totally... are never invited. Okay, me and you, I don't think we could get Megan to do it. So we'll no. just exclude Megan. But me and you and Holly should do it because I we feel should. like the three I, of us. Would I wouldn't be the ones want it, and you it. wouldn't. And no, because just... I would want to see, but I would want to do it in like an environment that's super positive. Have Sage ready, like just and if we people usually do it in like. They turn off all the lights. Yeah, though. can't you have to because you have yeah. to set the right mood and like have the candles you lit. You have to do it. We're gonna do it. I'm so creeped out, but I do want to do it. We should do it. See who we connect to. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> exactly. What if it starts by like four scores seven <laughs> years ago? But if there's anything negative, we have to like make a pact to be like goodbye. Move it to goodbye super fast. Yeah. Because I'm not yeah. messing with that bullshit. There's a goodbye thing on there? Yeah, there's a hello and there's a goodbye. So, like, as soon as anything negative starts happening, you can move it to goodbye. Yeah. And then it shuts off. No. We wouldn't. No. And I'm, I, not, I'm we'll not looking to, your like, house, talk I don't to want my demon. house to be infested. Um, oh, okay. We'll do it at Holly's house. Okay. Well, Holly's okay. about to move, so we'll do it in her apartment. And oh, then is she about to move? Okay. I'm about to call her right now. Oh, my God. Should we call I'm, her? On, she's probably at work. <laughs> I'm going to call her right now. We're going to talk to her. No, today's... It's Saturday. Saturday. Oh, she does she work Saturdays? No, she doesn't work Saturdays. Okay, so we're going to take a little break, and then when we come back, um, we're going to talk to Holly about our plan here. All right, bye, guys.
Red Chat. I am here with Arlene Henry, and we just got done wrapping up talking about Ouija boards and creepy things and murder mm. houses and uh, just haunted things because that's one of our current sessions right now. Um, so before the break, I said I was going to try to call our friend Holly Hager and ask if we could do a Ouija board at her apartment because she's about to move out of it. Um, she didn't answer. So if she calls get ready for me to answer and then we'll ask her and we'll see what she says. I'm sure she'll be all for it though. Yeah. Um, so anyway, okay. So also before the break, I had been talking about some of the things I was obsessed with, like beauty products and different lotions and potions and things like that. And, um, that's all stuff to make the outside of me look and feel good. But I want to talk about some like internal things as well, because I'm always very, very honest with my listeners and I tell them everything I'm going through and feeling and whatever. And so just recently I had told you guys that I was having some anxiety things and stuff like that, which I have never been a person to have any sort of anxiety. I've always been very mellow yellow and nothing bothers me and it just, I don't get stressed out. And I've had some crazy things happen in my life, but but I just, I go with the flow. I'm a hippie and I go with the flow. But for some reason, I had some weird anxiety. So how that kind of started was, um, first of all, have you ever had any sort of anxiety stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I would okay. say so. So you can touch on this too a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, well, you're just a ball of stress too sometimes. Oh, yeah, I'm very yeah. stressed. I'm, a wor- <laughs> I'm, no, I'm more of a worry wart, which makes me stressed. Right. So right. that doesn't help. See, that's where we differ because you, like I keep it bottled in and then all of a sudden I'll have... A like panic a, attack yeah. at the age of 22, like, because I was 22, or 23, 23, and, um, but you'll just let it out, which is probably the healthier way to go. Yeah, I let it out too much, though. Maybe. I th- yeah. I don't know. But anyway, so, so how mine kind of started was, I've had a lot of health issues and things like that, and so I was having bad stomach pain one day, and then I also got really dizzy, and I was home by myself, it was in the middle of a snowstorm, and I was like, okay, well, if I since I'm so dizzy if I pass out like no one will find me that that'll mm-hmm. be it that'll be it was this it, this past Christmas this was you, oh, right I think after, I know what you're talking about it was right before New Year's okay so it was right after Christmas okay and a lot of people I've talked to they've said maybe it's a buildup of things and it's a psychological like I feel like I'm alone and so I'm like oh, I don't know I think it just was a matter of like <laughs> my mind was fucking with me but I don't know it could have been that so I'm not disregarding that I'm just saying I don't necessarily think that's what it was because I'm I'm a tough cookie so anyway um so I was there and I had a full-blown panic attack and I've never had a panic attack before and it was terrifying I mean I feel for people who have those daily that sucks and I got so scared I called an ambulance they came got me I went to the hospital blah 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 obviously they were like you're fine I don't know why you're here so I was fine I got some of this oh my gosh Holly's calling okay I'm gonna call her back um (laughs) oh you're gonna call her back yeah okay um (laughs) um so then I just After that, I was always, and this is how people describe it too, is anxiety is, like at least my brother, this is how he describes it, is fear of having another panic attack. Mm. So just constantly thinking, oh my God, what if I have one? What if I have one? What if I have one? What am I going to do? And so that's how I was feeling. It was constantly happening, constantly like just on my mind. And that's never, I'm never like that. Even when I was like dying of like this medical condition I had, I was like, well, if I die, I die. Like, what are you going to do? And so like, it just didn't bother me. So this was something that was new to me. And so I did some research and I know like internet doctors, whatever, I'm not saying. Okay. First of all, I just want to point out, I know 
this stuff does not work for everyone. I completely understand. I have a lot of people in my life who have anxiety and I am not saying this is the way to go for everyone. I'm not saying there is a black and white answer, but this is what worked for me. So I'm not saying I'm an expert. I'm just saying this is what worked for me. So I started, first of all, I started working out a ton. And when I first started working out, um, I would feel very dizzy and my heart would be racing. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to send myself into a panic attack. But I would just fight it and I would start working out. So if I ever started to feel anxious, I would just walk in place. I would do anything I could just to help it. So that that made a big difference working out. I started, um, I cut out caffeine just to cut out any possibilities of what could be causing it. So I, I am drinking caffeine now, but I did cut it out for a while and that helped. Um, I started drinking chamomile tea like all day, every day. And that made a huge, huge difference. Um, I started taking lavender oils and putting them underneath my nose so I could smell them all day. I'd put it on my neck. I'd put it on my head. Just anywhere that I could smell it throughout the day. Lavender lavender oil, natural stuff that helped tremendously. Um, and I want people to keep in mind too that I am prescribed Xanax to fly. Like when I, when I fly, I take Xanax. I do because I hate flying. I absolutely hate it. I'll take one and I'll go to sleep and it'll be fine. So I have a bottle of Xanax that I could have just started taking, but I didn't want to do that mm-hmm. because I don't want to get dependent. I don't, I don't know. And it just makes me droggy and I don't want to be like that. So I started working out. I started drinking a ton of water because that made a big difference. And I just started trying to think of it as like a phase because for me, that's how I had to approach it. I had to be like, I've never had this before and I'm not going to have it for the rest of my life. So I need to get, I just need to get rid of it. And so, and now I'm like very happy to say that I'm pretty, like I would say 98% anxiety free, which is awesome because it sucked to live with it. And I feel bad for people who have to live with it daily. And I know this doesn't work for everyone, but I, I mean, I did all these things. I started doing yoga. I meditate constantly and that helps tremendously just for 10 minutes a day. I meditate and it makes a big difference. And also the way I was eating, I love fast food and I love (laughs) chips and I love every kind of bad thing for you. But I've noticed that if I eat that more than like once a week, my body just hates me for it. And the worse, like I feel on the inside, the worse I look on the outside, you know, just overall, it just isn't good. So, um, so yeah, so those are my little tips to how I beat anxiety and, uh, valerian root was another thing I took a lot of, um, and coca was another like natural herb I took. So just a bunch of natural herbs. Oh, and then also acupuncture, which I talked about, talked about, I just got a hiccup or something, (laughs) um, which I talked about on my podcast with Holly. Um, I started doing acupuncture and let me tell you, that is one of the greatest things I've ever done. And I hope to be able to do it again soon. So anyway, so those are my little tips and tricks. And I hope anyone suffering from anxiety knows that you can totally reach out to me and we can talk about it or do whatever, because I know how it feels now and it sucks, but it can definitely get better because it got better for me. So that's my little like, um, soapbox speech right there um so yeah okay so I finally have Holly on the phone with us and Arlene Arlene is here with me and we're doing our podcast and in this segment we're kind of talking about things we're obsessed with like haunted things or Ouija boards or things like that so we were trying to think of people who would be ideal people to do like a Ouija board with and keep in mind we already talked about how we'd only bring positive energy we would 
immediately say goodbye if anything crazy started to happen. We'd only invite positive energy, blah, blah, blah. But we wanted, we, we thought that you, me, and Arlene would be the ideal people to do it because we would take it the most seriously. So what are, first of all, Holly, what are your thoughts on Ouija boards? I've actually done it before. Have you? Um, yes, I have. It was actually really scary, uh, but it was totally cool, so I would totally do it again. What? And I think us three would totally do an awesome job. <laughs> what What made it scary? Um, it was just weird to, like, sit there, like, the anticipation of waiting for something to happen, uh, but it was, like, super dark, and we made it all dark and creepy, so it definitely added to the atmosphere of it. That's awesome. Did you did you connect with anything? Uh, no, we did it at Lori's house, so no, uh, because they built their house. But I feel like it would happen at my house since it's from 1946. Gotcha. <laughs> okay, so here's our question for you, because we don't we don't want to risk like bringing any negative energy into any place that we're staying or whatever. But since you're moving out of your apartment soon, can we do the Ouija board at your apartment with you? <laughs> and then you can move into your house if any demons come and stay there. <laughs> I would hope not. Um, but that would be interesting to try. So is that a yes? Yes. Okay. Definitely. She said yes, everyone. <laughs> we she can do it. Yes. She you know said what? yes. There is, someone, there is someone that died in the apartment. <gasps> Oh, but we have to make sure Asian, they're nice. Was it a little Asian was, boy? <laughs> was it a little Asian? No, they died at Washington too. Oh, okay. Um, and Holly's apartment. Is it a nice ghost, do you think? Because we don't want to connect with any assholes. Yes, we do. I no, I don't. a nice guy. Okay. Okay, good. All right, Holly. Thank you so much for clearing that up. Um, I will text you after the podcast. <laughs> thank you. No problem. Bye. Love ya. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> Okay, so she said, yes, we're going to go infest her apartment <laughs> with demons. Okay, so anyway, um, so yeah, so the very last thing I have to do with Arlene here, I know you guys have been very patient listening to all my obsessions and all my crazy hippie talk and all that nonsense. So here is the very last thing for this podcast, and then you guys are free because I know you've been forced to listen to this whole thing. You can't just turn it off. Um, so here is the newest thing. We're going to do, um, It's I called it the Pop It Pop Quiz. Oh, um, I, I know like very, clever, very clever. Very clever. Um, it's quiz. just spitfire questions, okay. and you have one. Plead the fifth. So if you don't want to okay. answer a question, you better say it. One. How you many questions one. are there? There is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, you can't. Okay. And you can only pick one. Mm, okay. Okay. You ready? Whew. Okay. Spitfire questions. Okay. What is your favorite alcoholic drink of choice? Uh, amaretto sours. They taste like a juice box. Okay. Favorite book. I'm starting you off easy. Um, the prob- Bible? <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, it's the Bible. Uh, no, probably The Wedding, which is the sequel to The Notebook. It sounds really lame, but it's so good. I read the book. It's good. Very okay, good. Okay, um, thong, granny panties, or commando? Thong. Okay. Commando. We talked about that. That's no. Too no. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Okay. Um, doggy style. Oh, oh my God. Wait. Um, grandma and dad turned this off. <laughs> and I forgot mom to- and dad and uh, everyone else. I forgot to warn you guys. Just turn it off. If Just you don't want to hear, if you don't right hear anything crazy, turn it off. Because, okay. All right. Um, doggy style or cowgirl? Cowgirl. Cowgirl. Okay. Where do you see yourself in five years? Um, hopefully. Raising my kids. Yeah. Yes. While I go do Raising some Stitch. Stuff. Raising Stitch, Katie's uh, puppy. Um, I I would hope that I'm doing something in theater. 
Okay. Let's just say that. It, Five about, years. Like, what me? about personal life? Uh, married to with... me. Married, married to you. Uh, ma- <laughs> so five years, I'll be 29. Oh, God. Oh, my oh shit. God. I plead the fifth. No, I'm kidding. Um, hopefully married and have a maybe one kid. Married to Scott or someone uh, better? Just kidding. Preferably just kidding, the- Scott. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully the Scott. Okay. Hopefully and, Scott. Or Ryan Reynolds or Zach Efron. Okay. I'll take either. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could pick three girls, they could be celebrities, they could be authors, they could be mystical characters, I don't care, to be in your girl squad, girl squad, who would they be? Someone that, oh, okay, any any person? Yeah. Um, probably Audrey Hepburn. Okay. Um, shit. Um, probably. Which one of the little women, LA? Oh, shit, yeah. Um, They're all a little God, cray-cray. Tara's so crazy. Maybe I would pick Tara. I would pick Tara. Okay. You know, you know what? Probably Jasmine. I really. Oh, I do like Jasmine. Jasmine. Okay, because she's calmer. Uh, the other and then one person, uh, Jody Benson. Yeah, let's. Let, no, Ariel. Not the Jody actual Benson. Ariel. Ari- okay, the actual Ariel. Okay. Yeah. Um, have you ever been caught having sex? Yes. <laughs> Can you tell the story? Damn it. <laughs> um, it was in college, uh, and. A friend of ours walked in. Have you ever been caught masturbating? No. No? No. That's good. That's your time. I, um, I, I don't think so. <laughs> if you had to... Wait, what is this? Oh, okay. If you had to drink someone's dirty bath water, who would you pick? <laughs> That's really disgusting. Um, I would... Man, dirty? Like, yeah. oh, the person, like they sat in it for a long time. I would have to pick someone dirty. who's maybe not as dirty as others. Um, is it anyone? Yeah. Preferably someone you know. Oh. Um, Violet. Okay, she's, she's a baby. She's you probably pe- shit you- in that water. <laughs> she's probably the cleanest person I know. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, what is your porn preference? Um, As far as what? Like, if you watched porn, which kind would you watch? Oh, um, probably just guy and girl, probably. Okay, that's ambitious. Um, okay, shag, marry, kill. <laughs> okay, <laughs> my oh, choices are so yes, freaking stupid. I can't always. Okay, shag, marry, kill. Okay, Hitler, Captain Hook, or Mojo Jojo. <laughs> Mojo Jojo. He's the villain from Powderpuff Girls. Oh Powerpuff Girls. Uh, marry, shag, or what? Kill. I would probably kill Hitler. Good choice. The uh, and then Mojo Jojo. Who's the second one? Captain Hook. I would marry Captain Hook, and I don't even know who Mojo Jojo it's is. It's a monkey. Oh, it's, it's a monkey. It's an evil monkey. Okay, then I would probably marry him and then shag <laughs> Captain Hook. Okay. I was say I have no idea who that is. We learned a lot about you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So that was I didn't my. I have to plead the fifth. Oh my goodness! Look at you. you. Save it for next time. You Thank get you. two now for next time. Um, I'm saving them up. So. If you're listening, uh, Vampire Boyfriend, this podcast was dedicated to you. Um, also dedicated to Jason Schroeder and all of our spirit friends but who we'll be connecting with on the Ouija board, but especially the Vampire Boyfriend. Um, so anyway, please check out my first podcast with Arlene. It was hilarious. It was my very first podcast, so I was scared, but we did good. I was so scared. Uh, I was so scared. <laughs> but, um, so don't judge. But also, um, check out my website at www.katiejanemullen.com, C-A-I-T-Y-J-A-N-E. M-U-L-L-E-N dot 
wagonwheelcenter.com. Also, make sure you subscribe to the Wagon Wheel YouTube channel. So go to Wagon Wheel Center for the Arts YouTube channel and please subscribe and check out some of the videos. Also, buy your tickets for Ragtime, which closes July 9th. Um, you can buy them online or over the phone. So thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will talk to you guys soon. Thank you.